On today's episode of the Nifty Nick Show, I'm excited to have on Nifty Knot, the founder of Swap Kiwi and an early CryptoPunk collector, claiming over 50 during the launch. In this episode, we discuss his transition from physicist to CryptoPunk collector to the creator of Swap Kiwi and dive in depth on his new product. The show is all about learning from those with skin in the game in the world of NFTs, and as usual, today's guest is no exception. So let's get started. If you're looking for some crypto, you just found the right spot. We wrap it up, one of a kind, NFT straight to the top. Now don't go trading based on comments. We provide in this show. It's not investment advice, but our picks do tend to blow up. Like a rocket, they say. Many people have compared it to people's every day. So if you're trying to figure out what's going on in this space, please do not worry. Your boy Nifty Nick is hot on the case. Yeah. All right, so I'm here with Nifty Knot. Thanks for coming on the show. Well, thanks for having me, Nick. I'm happy to be here. So uh, for people who don't know you, I, I, I came across you on Twitter. You're pretty active there. And I feel like I occasionally see you in the CryptoPunks Discord. But you're also... You've been collecting NFTs for a while, but before we jump into your NFT collection, I'm curious, like, how did you get into cryptocurrency in the first place? Well, I, I actually still remember that one for cryptocurrency. It was like um, two times I, I got into crypto. One was in 2014 when I was like with friends, um, they were setting up a company and they had like a really weird deal where they got like energy for free. So they, they had their office where they don't have to pay energy for like all the utilities. And um, back then, I think 2014, Bitcoin was like at $45. And we were like, oh, we should, we should mine Bitcoin. Um, long story short, never happened. Um, and I kind of, since then though, I was still was a broke student. Um, but since then I, I, I was watching the space and came 2016, it popped up again for me, um, Ethereum. On, on, I read actually The Economist and, and read an article about it. Um, in the economist about Ethereum and um, uh, possibilities, scalabilities, and um, the, the advantages um, it has regarding uh, the advantages it has um, against Bitcoin, for example. And I was like, I have to get in there. And uh, I, I jumped in, I think it was like 16 or 60 years back then, um, which was quite a, quite a good price. And um, yeah, that, that was, that's my, my, my crypto experience. So since, since then, I'm, I'm, yeah, hanging around in the, in the crypto space and came 2017 actually across the, the crypto punks. Don't ask me how, how I got them. Um, I, I'm still trying to, to piece together again the pieces. Memory is completely lost how I found out about crypto punks because I just recently, um, I, I thought until recently I, I read the Mashable article which was out there and I just claimed them, right? Um, but turned out that when I claimed them, the measurable article wasn't in print for 14 days still. So I, I still don't know. I, I, I read, I talked to, to a fellow, fellow punk owners and, and friends there. Um, one of them actually plotted who, um, who claimed when, uh, plotted a really nice graph song. Um, but so it just shows like I, I had I had my first punk. I think it was one of the first hundred punks who was claimed. Um, but I really I still don't know how I how I how I get to know about them if it was on Reddit or somewhere else. So how how many did you claim then? I think initially I had like uh, fifty four punks claimed. Wow. Um. Well, yeah, it was like back then it was really. I, I think I stopped because I was like, well, it's. It's, it's, I had such a good conscience back then, like, like, oh, 
or a bad conscience in this case, actually, because they're like, oh, I, I claim 54. Like, I, I want that other people also have some some punks or stop cla stop claiming. Um, yeah, but got got some got some good ones who helped me uh, start everything what I'm doing now. So some some zombies, an ape, and the rest is like low, medium, average punks. Quite happy about that collection actually. So now you're using it to uh, fund your startup. So I, I'm wondering actually. What were you, so you said you were in school right before that when you first came into cryptocurrency. Were you like thinking like, oh, I'm gonna go get a career in, like what, what were you studying? Oh, uh, I was studying physics back then. Well, actually I, I just wanted to, to, to start a career in the lab. And uh, <laughs> when, when I found out about the, the punks actually. And um, it took, took also a while to, to not follow or pursue a nine to five job anymore because I just, quit my job this year um but until then um yeah i i just watched it basically more from the sidelines how it developed i i always had the feeling that when when they were first released that this is something special because um, i'm a big fan of collectibles like back in back in school times even like i don't know in, in, i'm from european europe we have like this uh, um this football trading cards, right? Like in the US, we have to, for, for bas uh, basketball or baseball, and we have this for football. Um, and collectibles itself is a big thing. So I, I was quite hyped, like what is possible uh, back then, or what, what is possible with Ethereum. So um, yeah, I, I never imagined that I will end up in this space working, building something for the space, but um, it was, yeah, it was, thought about a completely different career path. <laughs> so you, were you in physics up until this? Like you said, you just quit your job. Were, were you like still going, continuing down that path? Um, yeah, I, 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 I studied also uh, systems engineering. Um, so I, I was working in a company. I was, I was running a, an innovation unit, basically. And um, I, yeah, I just had for myself that I, like we we were doing so many cool things for 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 the company and uh, which was which was fun but it was never something which like was then just my thing and I always wanted to to have my own company and that's why that's why I founded it and when you say innovation lab like you're this is like kind of innovation studios that develop products inside of companies other things like that or for companies that like uh, is that on the software hardware end like where what what types of products. Yeah, well, it was uh, exactly like this. Uh, it was a it was an innovation lab within within a company. We were um, producing like, or we were ideating for some some products or some some new um, concepts, ideas um, we can build on and try to see um, make our own products better. Also help clients how to how to build things. And we're taking part in in innovation projects, prices and. Yeah, it was, was fun for a while and was really cool learning as well. Helped me also scaling a bit or building my own company because there's a lot of uh, like all these buzzwords you're, you're doing in innovation, right? Like with agility and so on. Um, so this helped me actually also quite a bit doing pursuing now my, 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 my personal career there as well. It sounds like you had, you had a career that you were building there, but decided to quit to start, I guess, swap Kiwi in this case. Actually, before we jump into that, I'm curious, you know, you collected these punks, you said you like collecting. When Did you start collecting other NFTs during that time? 
did you come back to it later? Like, what was your experience as it applies to actually collecting itself? Yeah, well, in in the beginning, in 2017, there weren't that many that many NFT projects. Although now in 2021, many more are popping up, claiming that how early they were and if they were pre-punk or shortly post-punk. Um, but uh, to be to be honest, I was a bit too broke to 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 claim much back then. I was just putting something in Ethereum, and I wanted to keep the the ether back then. Um, I I was quite happy, like that the the punks were basically for free. You just had to to, to pay the gas. So it, it took a a couple of years, two years more, I think, until I bought my my first NFT, my first pieces. Um, but uh, ever after, since um, I'm 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 still doing some collecting. And I'm especially into generative art. I'm, I'm a huge fan of art blocks. Um, I, you probably know them. Um, one of the the punk community members, um, Snowfro, he he founded that project. And it was really, yeah, it's it's a it's a great project. So I'm I'm, I'm collecting a bit of this art. I'm trying to get some some other pieces. Sometimes aping into other avatar projects, but. Um, Kind of get like the the avatar fatigue currently for myself at least um, because it's also not for me any more innovative what they're doing it's, it's a lot of is is repetitive and I think you it's, the 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 market uh, shows this in a while but on the other hand I just read recently a, a tweet from Alan Hell yeah from Alan Hanna um, Digital Oil um, mentioning uh, actually having a stating a good point by saying like well. Punks are too expensive for most of the people to afford. Like apes are also getting very expensive now. Um, and so other projects are just coming up also that people can actually jump in, which which is a fair point and valid point. So um, I'm still a bit, uh, still a, a bit split there for if if, if I'm going for more for more uh, projects uh, for myself uh, personally as a collector or not. Yeah. Well, I think. Uh, it, the argument is valid, and that's where uh, Board Ape Yacht Club came from. Was it sort of? Uh, I feel like second tier to punks. Uh, there's other ones that you can debate as to whether or not uh, you know what the rankings are at any given moment. Mebits, you could say maybe better. The floor yeah. is the floor is lower, uh, but there's a lot more. Um, but it happens to be by Larva Labs. I, I think uh, the the real question, and I wrote about this in my newsletter, was talking about. The, the rise of avatars uh, as like be becoming a, a major business, you know, this year it's going to, they're at a multi-billion dollar run rate right now in terms yeah. of profile photos, but it's not clear that everyone is like interested in that. And like the question is at what price will they actually be interested? So I kind of agree with uh, Alan's uh, point, but yeah, there's, there's a long way to go to, to figure it out. And also like, does the average person want to be part of the crypto punk community? Like, does the average person want to be part of Board Ape Yacht Club? You know, I, it's a pretty holistically, it's pretty geeky uh, in terms yeah. of. So I, but you know, geeks are uh, are in at the, at the moment. But yeah, I just <laughs> I, I just don't know, you know, what the average person really wants and whether they even care because you could also take a really great photo of yourself, I guess it's always an argument. Yeah, absolutely. There are, there are a lot of apps now doing just profile pictures for you if you don't, if you want to have one, you get your own emojis, smiley, whatever. Um, well, I, I think it depends because 
punks started as collectibles and they are now like multidimensional, right? So they are collectibles still, but with with the recent um, auctions at, at Sotheby's and Christie's, for example, they also entered the the contemporary art scene. So it's it's not only for for punks, for example, as collectibles. So I, I would a bit um, distinguish personally there um, with with other avatar projects in this case because. The others are still, like, let's put it still in quotation marks there, because you, you never know what will happen. The others are still collectibles currently, although they, they were made by artists and they are art, but um, their mainly purpose is to collect them, right? Um, which, of course, you do with art. Um, but I think so the, the, the punks themselves, they're just like on a, on a, on a different, different level currently. And um, yeah. Um, I, I think it's 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 difficult, you know, um, because what I what I haven't seen yet, and what I'm waiting for, that people are actually um, maybe I just don't see it because I have such a small follower. As I'm following so little people, um, like the people putting their their set horses or something, you know, that you as a as a profile picture, which has a complete different utility. And I think this is what we will see in the future. Also, you mentioned Ibiza have a, a lower floor price, like. Punks had like quite a low floor price for a while until they kicked off. But I think it's all about utility. And this is something I'm, I'm still super curious about if there will come more utility around for, for the Mibits other than 3D printing, like which, which metaverse can I use them, right? Because if they like cross metaverse and everything. So this, this, this is gonna be quite interesting to see um, how it will unfold, to be honest. And that's also a big bet, right? Like everything in the scene here. So, uh, so you jumped in, you started collecting CryptoPunks, you've collected some other items. At what point did you, let's discuss, you know, I think what Swap Kiwi is and, uh, you know, what gave you the desire to uh, go and build this? Yeah, well, I, Swap Kiwi is basically a project I, 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 um, I released as from, from my company I founded, Nifty Ward. So Swap Kiwi, um, came to life beginning of this year um, where I was like involved in, in, in being an escrow in some parts, you know, people in, in discords, they want to, to buy something or they want to they sell something and they're just approaching. I, I've done the same before. I, I, was, I was asking members of trusted members of the community or people I think I can trust, right? Um, if they can help me uh, facilitate the swap or, or uh, not even a swap, it's, it's basically a buy or a sell. And um, I was the whole time, whole time thinking like, why, why is there not a platform I, I can use, like where I can put up my my NFT and I can swap it safely with, with others without putting a third party or involving a third party who who might be okay with doing that, but if everybody of the community is asking that, then there's a full time job. Right, and um, this this gave me the, the the first thoughts of saying like, okay, let's let's see if it's possible to 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 swap the NFTs with each other, and this is this is the basic idea how it happened, like how to do it, um, because I'm I'm building my my whole NFT relationship on trust, right? We we are in an anonymous world, and the only thing we really have as an asset, if if you if you want so, is is trust, because if, if you build a, yourself some, some kind of reputation and um, you screw other people over, you, you're done, right? People will always remember, oh, that wasn't this guy, the guy 
who screwed XYZ over or hey, do you remember the guy? So this is always like for me, my point that um, you, you have to build it on trust and people have to trust you. And um, what happens still nowadays and uh, where, where I'm getting tagged with Fopkivio myself or I see it in, in, in different discords is where people don't know that still swapping platforms exist. And there's more than just Swapkivio, like two, three more. Um, but where the people basically get scammed because it's, they're, they're going to be told, hey, send me your two apes and I'm going to send you a cool cat or send me your punk and I'm going to send you that. And they're just sending that in good faith and then there's no return. Right? And this is something I want to prevent from happening. I, I don't mind if, if people use my platform or another platform, as long as people are safe out there. I'm, 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 I'm quite happy because this is, this is also what drives our space, right? If you can trust it, there's so much mistrust with, with cryptocurrency that you think, okay, blockchain, that must be something or all the drug dealers and pedophiles are doing, right? Because they, they're anonymous on, on, on the chain. And with NFTs, you, you know, it's, it's still, I, I think the broader public still doesn't grasp the whole concept and how it works and also the whole culture behind that. But um, if, if there's not so negative views about it, I think we can really help make it work. So I'm wondering, like, is there a fee that's associated with this when you end up uh, performing a swap? Like, is that how the business makes money? Yeah, um, I'm, I'm charging a fee here. Um, I'm charging 0.0025 Ether, which is currently around $5, $4, bit less, um, for, for one swapping party to, to do the swap, um, which is in, in comparison to we had on, on Friday last, yeah, last Friday, I think. Um, there was actually a, a pretty cool, cool swap last week. Um, like quant bike one of the punk members and upbox members um swapped one crypto his crypto punk or one of his crypto punks for 14 art blocks so the whole deal was around 120,000 150,000 dollars and for swapping on a fair like swapping securely and safely with i have to say a really great user interface on for five dollars i think it was quite a cool deal yeah, $5 seems crazy cheap, like almost too cheap. Uh, if you were to sell a domain, it would usually operate on a percentage basis or at least like a bucketed tier sort of thing. Well, outside of questioning the pricing for one moment, you mentioned that this was part of Nifty Horde. Is Nifty Horde like, are you building other products with that? Like, what is this business? Yeah, N Nifty Horde is basically... Um, my, my company I founded in Germany, um, which is my, my, my think tank, my ideation company, you know, where, where I'm, when I'm coming up with, with project ideas and I really like a project, I want to, uh, I want to make it happen. And then Nifty Hort basically kicks in and, and helps me, um, setting it up and, uh, emit, emitting it basically releasing it. Um, so there are a couple of more projects in, in the pipeline. Um, so SwapKey was the first one. I'm, I'm also going to build um, the House of Nifty, Hon, um, which will be like a, a travel expedition, uh, exhibition. Um, so there are things I'm just to come. And I'm also, because it's a horde, well, at least that's how I named it currently, um, I, I want to get more people 
into it you know other projects other other um other cool teams because it's what i'm all about or what i want to do is help building the, the infrastructure like for for nfts and everything around it um i'm i'm not into releasing like avatar projects or art project currently um, unless i want to experiment a, a bit but um I, I really want to help build the infrastructure and do also some some safe ways um one of the projects i'm just trying to to figure out how to to set it up is basically um um to revoke the permission for sites like every, like if you interact with um let's say OpenSea or let's say uh, that's uh, your 721 pages um board ape yard uh, yard club the bike um they basically have access to or the open sea can basically uh, move any nft in your name right so you, you grant them access they don't not only have uh, are connected to your wallet but they also have the access to move the, the nft and this is also something um we've seen in in defi um, that there's a lot of hacks back then ha happening, um, and I'm just trying to see like like these little projects to see to make everything a bit more safer around the place. Yeah, it's it it seems like more of an issue with MetaMask. Like I ran into this issue with um, I built a website called ProofofApe.com, which was just like an example site uh, that I could go go and learn Web three JS to verify that you have uh, the NFT in your wallet and uh, very quickly realized you can't log out. There's there's no coding that enables you to log out with MetaMask. That's a MetaMask specific issue. Um, I, I don't know if other wallets face the same same issue as well, but there doesn't appear to be a universal logout. I spent a lot of time uh, actually trying to figure that component out. And I was just like, this is nuts. So you have to do a fake logout essentially, where you like just clear the session data but when the person clicks log in, it doesn't prompt them again. Uh, there's, uh, I've seen other sites. Uh, what what they've done is like they've made sort of a fake login. Essentially, you can force someone to in MetaMask to essentially sign a message again. And so, essentially, they made like a fake login to make it make it for the user feel like they're logging in again, despite the fact that they're already logged in. <laughs> Yeah, that, that, that's quite interesting. Yeah, that, but also for for for, for NFTs themselves, right? The, the only thing I've found so far, you can only directly interact with the contract. So you have to go, for example, to Etherscan, um, connect to Etherscan, um, go to set, search for the contract. You have an NFT, for example, if you have a board ape, you go to to their um, Etherscan site basically for the contract. You you go into the contract section. You go to set approval for all. You say, okay, I don't want OpenSea have access to this anymore, and you basically set a, 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 um, a set the the address and what should happen. And it's just like totally complicated for any average user because I don't know. That's 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 also why I wanted to have Swap Kiwi like with a simple user interface, you know, because it's for the mass market as well. Like NFTs. Personally, I, I have such a strong belief that they will be in the in the future that like super important um, and so many digital goods can also can everything can be um, NFTs, especially when the gaming market is maybe kicking in and see how much money they can make on when they have their own marketplaces or whatever uh, with in-game in in -game items and secondary sales. And once this, this is there, you need 
the, the, the people need to have some platforms where they can easily interact with and have a nice user interface, right? We are all spoiled by, we, we talked before we started this recording, right? About our, the, the systems we are using, we are spoiled by Apple, we are spoiled by, by Windows, like how it, how it looks like. And um, this is also something, this is like the baseline you're basically setting for, for, for mass adoption. People are using their phones and everything has to look nice. The apps look, have to look nice. If, if nowadays a, a homepage looks a bit shady or like not in the latest design or something, I'm like, mm, not, not sure if I'm gonna use it. It looks a bit off for me, you know? Like, and, and, and that's, that's for me like very important to, to be honest. And, yeah, I completely agree. It's interesting that that's one thing that stood out about uh, Swap Kiwi, uh, which I, I feel like I'm like promoting at this point. Uh, I keep mentioning it, but I, I think that um, essentially the site, it, at least when you land on it, it reminds me of like a SaaS product or something like that. Um, with the land, with a with a nice landing page, uh, you can log in with whatever wallet you want. But yeah, the 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 overall user experience for Ethereum is an issue. If you go on Discord. Uh, to a newly launching uh, uh, project. For example, uh, there's one that I'm in. Uh, their Twitter is called Bitlovin, but it's the project's called Chicken Derby. And uh, essentially, it's Zed horses, but for chickens, cartoon chickens. And the distinction is, is like they also have special, like um, uh, special powers that they can do like they can some might be able to shoot a missile another one can jump over people like it, it's sort of like it feels m more like mario kart meets said racing and it's really interesting i thought it's cool I i'm gonna end up buying a couple uh today actually and uh, they decided to go with matic for doing the minting but Literally everyone in there, it's, I honestly think they're not going to sell out strictly because people don't understand how to use Matic. And they're like writing these tutorials, very long tutorials to explain to people how to move money into Matic, how to like connect it with MetaMask. And like a lot of the conversations in many of these discords is like, wait, so like, like they don't understand how to connect to a different network. There's like a lot of different things that like go into uh, utilizing these systems today, which is why I think, you know, many of the, the, the mass consumer companies, you think of a Ticketmaster, a place like that, they're just going to be like, they're going to skip over Ethereum. Like there's no reason for them to use Ethereum. The people that use Ethereum are going to say, you know what, I want to, there's going to become like tools to wrap, you know, uh, your concert ticket that you got on some other blockchain, call it flow or something like that and migrate it over to Ethereum. So you have this like, you know, really great collectible that you've minted, but I, I, yeah, there's no way that this, <laughs> this is accessible, but I like what you've done. And I think where, where you're headed, your mind is in the right place as it applies to that. Um, and it sounds, yeah, it, it, it sounds like you have a, a long-term way of thinking. I'm shocked that it's only $5 though. That seems like, why, why are you selling it for so little? <laughs> well, well, to be honest, um, well, I, I want to have it um, like that people can use this because $5 is like, I, I think we are the ones who, who, who have a couple of, of ether or a couple of, of, of have done, uh, bought a couple of art pieces or paid gas, which is more like a hundred dollars or something. Um, five dollars is not much, but I, if I, if I compare, if, if you would buy like a, let's say, let's say NBA Top Shot on Flow, right? Um, something for 
I, I haven't checked the latest prices recently, but let's say something for two or three dollars, then five dollars is actually quite a quite a bit to swap it. You know, it's it costs more than the piece you have. So I, I want to see how I can can do it with pricing um, later on. Um, for now, I, it's just for me also like a test to see um, if people need it. And um, so so far, I'm actually really receiving um, very positive feedback, also cons very constructive feedback, like when people telling me like, hey, this this is missing, or I, could could you add X Y Z? And um, I'm 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 just building up the roadmap by that. I have already a couple of things in mind what I what I want to add. I want to add that you can um, to an NFT swap also add Ethereum, you know, that you don't have to swap equal um, NFTs with each other. Um, you can also swap them whatever you want and just, just make it more applicable. And once once this is up and running, um, let's see how I do it with pricing. But I, I don't think it goes higher. If, if anything, I think it'll probably go lower. The price, even lower. Yeah, if you think about it, I'm I'm in for the long long game, right? Um, if I I want to have it, like I want to have mass adoption, like and with with mass adoption, I don't I don't need I don't need like exclusive. You have to pay me a hundred dollars that you can swap something for me. I'm I'm happy with the infrastructure product I built or I, I have there, and um, if if people are using it, I'm I'm super happy. I'm super hyped. I I don't have any regrets that I got only five dollars uh, from from Quantbike basically um, to to swap his his punk with 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 the art box that I mentioned before, you know um, I, I'm I'm just happy that people can use it and that they have a safe and secure way to doing so. Uh, are you familiar with uh, escrow.com? Escrow.com, no. Okay, well that that's what I would look towards in terms of uh, pricing. They charge a per, a percentage basis. So basically, if it's zero to five thousand dollars. Um, the, the, the standard is there's a $10 minimum 3.25% is the amount that they take. Um, if it's from 5,000 to 25,000 now in the case of an NFT, the problem is, is like, you can't programmatically determine the price of something you could, well, you can come close with the help of like NFTX and some of these other places, um, which sort of set an index value of the cheapest amount. Um, mm. but you, so if you wanted to code that, there are ways to approach that, but they typically take oh, a yeah. percent. So like in that case, it would be like uh, the, the most expensive, it's a, over $25,000, it's 0.89%. But I mean, if, if you take 0.89% uh, times a, uh, call it a $60,000 punk, that's $534. You're off by an order of magnitude, like as it applies to how how a lot, a lot of these places do it and i've used escrow.com to purchase domains so um because because oh, I, I didn't know who those people are and if i sell a domain i definitely go through that unless um the only other model and here's another one that you could potentially add is payment plans i think payment plans are going to become a thing in this space um and for you to have an escrow contract that's set up uh, that lets me pay off my punk because there are plenty of punks that want liquidity Yes, there's a lot of activity in the space, but I look at Board Ape Yacht Club, for example, where the minimum amount is now like nearing six ETH, which is pretty expensive. The average person can't go and just spend $12,000 on an avatar. And so, AKA, like the volume is, is lower over time. And while there is a lot of activity in punks, it's still like, it's not like I just go listed at the floor and it immediately sells. Um, and so, 
from that standpoint, um, if there's more activity in this space, you could argue that there will be more activity in punks. And so maybe that's a rare, uh, rare situation, but you could also simultaneously argue there's going to be more dilution. And so, uh, people are going to need to come up with creative ways to liquidate. And the other approach that I've seen, they're just uh, yesterday, I think PleaserDAO um, did a loan uh, essentially mm-hmm. against their NFTs. So we're going to see, I think, more things in that case where you have loans, you have swaps, and then you also have payment plans um, uh, at, via held escrows. And that's essentially what you've done in this case. I'm assuming, and I don't know, maybe um, you can answer real quick, I'm rambling a lot about this, about my own philosophy on this space. But, I'm happy to, to learn more about but, this. But, 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 but I'm wondering, like, uh, are you, so is the way that the swap works is essentially an escrow, escrow contract? Yes, it's an escrow contract. So um, that's a bit different from, from what is currently out there from, from the rest, because I, I think others do like an, uh, just an NFT approval. Um, and I, I want to do the escrow contract because I want to build a bit more around it as well. I want to build on top of it. And uh, the the escrow really helps me then to 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 do a bit more. I mean, your product seems great. I like I like the design that you've used. It's minimalist. It's simple, but it's clean. And compared to other products in the world of crypto and NFTs, uh, it's great to see. You know, I mean, that's something that I think a lot of people are like when they saw Bored Apes, they were like. Wow, this is a clean design compared to, uh, you know, I mean, 8-bit av- avatars are cool and now CryptoPunks have made that uh, cool. But in general, when you think of various artwork, they, I think um, Bored Apes kind of set this current wave we have of cartoon style avatars, which there's frankly too many, too many at this point. Oh, yeah, definitely. They, 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 they were the first ones to setting off some, some really fun, fun other projects. Um, yeah, th- that's true. What? What, what I try to do, and I, I I would never claim that I was the first one here in, in NFT space or something like this, but um, what, what I haven't seen or what I was missing, and that's why also I did this, is like an explainer video. You know, I don't know if you've seen that. Um, I, I did this 40 seconds video, how, how the swap itself works. And I really hope that we see this for, for far more other projects if they're a little bit complex, or I don't know if, if you don't know how it works, for example, that you have just a simple video like explaining it to you in, in, in a couple of seconds, what it is all about, what you can do with that, and why you should use it. You know, and I, I think that makes makes a lot of stuff more, far more easy, especially what you said, like um, if, you, if you set up for the chicken run and have like, uh, you know, 15 minute, 20 minute reading ahead of you uh, before you can take part in the drop. Um, yeah. I, I would love to see see also more of this, you know. Like that's that's also I'm I'm experimenting with with a couple of of things just to to see how how people like it and how it is how it is yeah um how how it is um, acknowledged as well, you know. Like if, if so far I also got quite good feedback regarding the video, like the artists who did this were really great, and um, I if, I think if I do another project, I, I do another video for that. Just for explanation. Yeah, I love it. Well, I really appreciate you taking the time today to uh, go over Swap Kiwi and give some context of how you got in this space. You know, I'm curious to see uh, where your project goes, and uh, hopefully, uh, you experience great success with it. But it's also, uh, sound, I'm excited to see what other projects uh, you come up with. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me, and um, yeah, thanks for um, talking about, about me and Swap Kiwi as well. Yeah, no problem. And 
How can uh, people find you? Is it just uh, Nifty Nod on Twitter is the best way? On, on Twitter, it's uh, at Nifty Nod. Um, otherwise, um, you go to swap.kiwi. Um, you can swap there. Um, there's also the Discord. Um, I'm on, on the Punks Discord. I'm on my Swap Kiwi Discord. So this is the, the, these are the main spaces, basically. I'm hanging out. Awesome. Well, I appreciate you taking the time. Thank you. Have a good one.